It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday. Great to have you in. I'm James Rapine. So much to get to. You're going to hear from Andy Dalton's quarterback coach today <laughs> on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcast. I, I mean, wherever. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, LockedOnBengals.com, everywhere is where the Locked On Bengals podcast is. Um, a, a ton right now at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm looking at the site from po- Prospect Spotlights to yesterday's podcast to Insight uh, on multiple different topics, Tyler Eifert, et cetera, et cetera. Check it out, LockedOnBengals.com, and also how John Ross can make Andy Dalton a top-10 quarterback. I talked about that yesterday a little bit about that article that uh, my guy Deepak wrote on uh, LockedOnBengals.com, and it's something I want to continue, but not it, not a John Ross topic, more of an Andy Dalton topic. Because Alex Van Pelt, the new quarterback's coach, who coached Aaron Rodgers for multiple seasons, he's a former NFL quarterback coach, sat down with Dan Horde, and Dan Horde, Bengals.com, and Dan asked him about Andy Dalton, and here's what Alex Van Pelt said about the Bengals quarterback. You know, I wasn't uh, quite as in tune with Andy as I was. Like, you know, when he came out in the draft, obviously I evaluated them and had a high opinion of him then. Um, see the same exact things on tape. I think he's a very, very good quarterback, playoff caliber quarterback, does a, real, a lot of really, really good things. Um, you know, so I was excited. The more tape I watched, uh, you know, the more excited I got. You know, I think this guy has potential to to be an elite player in the league. And, uh, you know, that's, that's our job is to challenge him to get him to that, that, that next level. I have nothing really wrong or there, there's nothing really wrong with that because that is their job that is the Bengals coach's job is to get Andy Dalton to the next level but to me that also says now like let's think about who's endorsed Andy right Mike Brown has endorsed Andy Marvin Lewis has endorsed Andy the quarterbacks coach has endorsed Andy Bill Lazor's endorsed Andy Andy Dalton's here man Andy Dalton's the quarterback so like it or not that's the case and there's there's some for it, there's some against him. But here's what I will say. Andy Dalton has three years left on his deal. A.J. McCarron gone. You don't really have a guy in the wings that could go in there and fill in for Andy Dalton or replace Andy Dalton. And I don't know if A.J. McCarron could have ever done that, but some of you thought he could. And so now, three years until Andy Dalton becomes a free agent. Andy Dalton should want a lot of money, right? Because he's going to watch Kirk Cousins get... 25 to 30 to 35 million dollars depending on who you ask in free agency and depending on where he goes per season. He watched a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo who I think is much better than Andy Dalton but at the same time only has seven starts get 100 and what was it, 137 million over 5 years. Andy Dalton's going to want to get paid as a free agent. He's not going to take this cheap deal. He's not going to settle. And if he's not going to settle And this is going to be a thing. Think about how the Bengals operate. They don't give players exorbitant amount of money. They're not going to pay Geno Atkins. Like, they want to extend him. They're not going to make Geno Atkins the richest defensive tackle in NFL history. 
They value their pocketbook. They'll give you market deals to a certain degree, and they did so with A.J. Green. You think they would with Andy Dalton? Because I think they love Andy Dalton, and yet Andy Benoit was on this podcast, si.com, mmqb.com. He says the Bengals know what they have in Andy Dalton. And these coaches, for year after year, have decided that Andy Dalton, who they don't love in that building, they like they love him personally, but they, they privately, the Bengals coaches view him the same way we view him. They know what he is. That's Andy Benoit, and he was answering a question about A.J. McCarron. But the, the point there remains, if the Bengals coaches know what he is and the organization probably knows what he is here's what he isn't a 30 million dollar a year quarterback right he's not so one of two things are going to happen the Bengals are going to have to draft someone at some point to say yeah we can give the keys to this guy we can groom him and give the keys to this guy when Andy Dalton comes up for free agency and we have to decide whether or not to tag him which means pay him as a, a top five NFL quarterback which no one thinks Andy is or risk losing him in free agency when he's going to get offered $30 million per year. That's the reality. And so unless Andy Dalton takes a team-friendly deal again, which I could see, I could totally see the Bengals reaching a deal to extend Andy Dalton next year just because Andy Dalton, isn't he that kind of that guy? It seems like he would. But at the same time, if you're Andy, would you? You watch Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, all these dudes that you think you're at least as good as, maybe better than get paid, you're going to want to get paid too. And I know Andy's making a lot of money relatively to what we are. Jimmy Garoppolo is making double what Andy does almost. (laughs) He's making double. Think about it. Five years, 137 and a half. Andy, six years, 96. That's what he signed. So if you're Dalton, you're going to want to get paid. If I'm the Bengals, I would have a backup plan. And that backup plan could be a quarterback in this year's draft. It could be waiting and getting a quarterback in next year's draft early. But at some point, if you really want a realistic chance to have a backup plan, it's not Jeff Driscoll. It's not some other fifth rounder that's going to replace A.J. McCarron as the backup. That's unrealistic as hell. I threw that out there on Twitter the other day. Yeah, you're probably not going to find a competent starter, someone better than Andy, in the middle to late rounds. And people are like, tell that to Dak Prescott and Tom Brady. Okay. Like, all right, that that's fine. Outliers, outlet. Like Tom Brady's the biggest outlier in the history of the world, of the world, biggest outlier ever. There's a reason you see his combine picture in his underwear every freaking time they talk about Tom Brady, because this has never happened before. It's never going to happen again. So yeah, they could hit the lottery, or they could end up with another backup. So at some point, if the Bengals, they're going to have to decide: we're going to give AJ or Andy Dalton this amount, or We're not, and instead we're going to do this. This being draft a quarterback early. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you get your podcast, including Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And by the way, I know I've been kind of keeping you up to date on this, and I know not all of you are Reds fans, so I'll keep this short. Locked on Reds is now on iTunes. LockedOnReds.com is now up. You can check that out. Every podcast will be up there as well. And I will be sure to tweet them out at James Erpine and at Locked on Reds. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. 
Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Great to have you in on a Thursday. And I, I like to respond to emails, and this email comes from a gentleman by the name of uh, Steve. And Steve chimes in. And he says, yeah, all these tackles, and everyone's talking about tackles. What about looking at some of the guards that are going to be free agents? And a guy he mentions is Andrew Norwell. And he goes through a bunch of different guys, and obviously you you can look this up if you want to. Uh, We're all the guard centers that are available. And I think a, a center, a free agent center would be something that I'm interested in. And a free agent center is a guy comes in, helps out right away. The guy from... um. I almost said St. Louis from uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I think it's Sullivan. I'd be interested in him. Um, But I I would also think that there's some centers and guards in in the draft. But nevertheless, he mentions guard. And it reminded me of Mark Sessler. And he wrote this yesterday. And I was going to let it go for NFL.com. And he wrote, one perfect free agent fit for every team in the AFC. And he has the Bengals going after Andrew Norwell. And Andrew Norwell is a guard for Carolina, and he's from Cincinnati, and that'd be awesome, right? He would come home and look. I hate to, I hate, hate, hate to do this, but you listen to me, and I want to be honest, and I appreciate you listening, and I don't want to lie to you or fill your head up with, with hope that isn't going to be there. The Bengals aren't going to sign Andrew Norwell. <laughs> Here's a few reasons why. First off, Andrew Norwell comes from the outside he's an outsider he's not a Bengal he's an outside free agent name the last time the Bengals signed an outside free agent that was the best at his respective position that offseason I could continue the silence or we could admit that that's probably hasn't happened in our lifetime like they, you could try to sell me on the Antonio Bryant thing they tried to Antonio Bryant's this really great wide receiver and they they went and got him and Rushed him out there at practice too soon. They should have signed T.O. all along anyways. That was ridiculous. Anyways, um, outside of that guy, I can't, I can't remember one. They never get that guy. The top guy. The Kevin Zeitler, so to speak. And Kevin Zeitler has a lot to do with this. Why? Well, what do the Bengals like? They like familiarity. They like knowing what they're getting. The guys, Marvin Lewis says it. If you can teach good habits for when they're a rookie and you draft them and develop them, then you like to keep them around, and they have those good habits. You don't have to teach the habits out of them. They had a great guard. They had a guy that guarded, uh, that, that graded just as high or, or close to as high as Andrew Norwell in all of his seasons so far. And he got the highest, the richest deal that a guard has ever gotten in NFL history. Five years, $60 million. Kevin Zeitler. Last year. Andrew Norwell's going to want more than that. So let me get this straight. You're telling me, like, just think about how the Bengals think. (laughs) They're going to go outside the organization, sign a guy to the richest contract at that position ever, and do it at a position that they didn't value enough to pay a guy who was a former first-round pick who had played in their system for five years and who they knew what they were going to get 
They didn't do it with that guy, but they're going to do it with this outsider. Zero chance. I mean, zero chance. There's a better chance of them trading up and getting Josh Rosen than paying Andrew Norwell. Andrew Norwell isn't taking any discounts. He's not going to get tagged by the Panthers. He's going to go out and he's going to get paid, and he should get paid. And I would love for the Bengals to go get him. And if I'm wrong, I will come on here and say I'm wrong. But if the Bengals sign Andrew Norwell, I'll pass out. Then I'll celebrate, or maybe I'll celebrate and then pass out. How great would that be? I love the idea. I love the idea. And, and by the way, this isn't what the, the body of Steve's email, he's just mentioning in general centers, guards, potentially signing one. Totally get it. But this Mark Sessler thing, this is the most wishful thinking in the world. I, I might as well come out and say, yeah, they should also do this, 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 and this, and this. Now, maybe I would do that, but you got to think how the Bengals think. Would I consider signing Andrew Norwell? Hell yes. When are you trying to win? When are you trying to win? Trying to win this year? Then I would go after guys that know how to win now. That can be good now. I don't care about three years from now, five years from now. Sure, draft players for that as well. Don't just draft for 2018. But free agency, go get him for 2018. Go get him to protect Andy Dalton because you like him so much that you're going to offer him $30 million. <laughs> Could you see that? On a side note, Andy Dalton's going to be the quarterback here, barring some free agency gaffe or, or some kind of free agency where they can't come to terms for the next decade. It's going to happen. But to me, yeah, Andrew Norwell, zero chance of that happening. If you think so, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals, James Rapine at ESPN1530.com, let me know. Also, if you want to advertise with us, we really want a local advertiser. And I know a lot of you are in the area, so we're talking any kind of local business, any kind of local website, any kind of restaurant, anything like that. I'm serious. Cincinnati Cincinnati Chili Parlors. Advertise with Locked On Bengals so I can rock your chili because I'm a big chili guy and it's National Chili Day. Come on now. <laughs> Tomorrow on the podcast, you're going to hear from A.J. McCarron. And A.J. McCarron has a, a lot to say. He was on with uh, he was on a podcast recently. You're going to hear from A.J. McCarron on a variety of topics, including free agency. And honestly... I just wish the Bengals would have traded him when I said they should have traded him. That's the thing. And by, by the way, uh, one more thing before I, I close up shop here. I wanted to address something that, that I got tweeted at me today. And it was overnight, and he had listened to the Locked On podcast. He had listened to this podcast. And he said, Mike says this. Um, because yesterday I was like, man, Mel Kuyper's got them taking a left tackle that most of you have never heard of. I wouldn't be high on that pick if they did that. And he said, people were up in arms when the Bengals took Levi Jones and caught him a reach. It worked out pretty good. As for not taking the fourth-rated tackle at 12, Bengals took the third or fourth-rated tackle at number 10 once. That was Willie Anderson. Like, are we doing this game? Because we could do this game all day. They did. We did it with Cedric Olehi a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, they drafted an injured tackle once. His name was Anthony Munoz. Okay. Oh, Bengals drafted a quarterback in the sixth round. The Patriots did that once. It was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. Championship. Like, they're outliers. <laughs> and I don't think people ripped the shreds Willie Anderson. I think you took one look at Willie Anderson and you could tell he could play. The Levi Jones thing? Sure. You're right. But let me read some of the names that went shortly after Levi Jones. You ready? 
Dwight Freeney, 11. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Shockey, 14th. 15th, Albert Hainsworth, who was really, really, really great for Tennessee, even though his work ethic wasn't there. Ed Reed, 24th. All right. So can we can we take a step back? Just take a step back from the... Oh, but see, Levi Jones, sure, he was fine. Levi Jones was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But would you take Levi Jones or Dwight Freeney? I mean, Levi Jones played in. He made 89 starts for the Bengals. Played in 16 games his first three years, 15 games his fourth year in 05. And then after that, 06, banged up, 07, started 13 games, and then after that, 10, and then he was gone. Eight seasons, he was pretty good. Honestly, he was pretty good for the Bengals. Wasn't no by no means a bust. And the idea of drafting a guy that can come in and play 16 games for you at tackle and be good at it, that's exactly what the Bengals need if they're going to draft a tackle at 12. And again, I'm on board with them picking the best player available. So if they feel like it's a tackle, then maybe it's a tackle. And it doesn't mean I'm going to root for whoever the, the Bengals pick to fail. I just want them to pick the best player. And that's part of the draft. Like I said, I wasn't high on the Dre pick. It ended up working okay. I thought they should take Melvin Ingram. So, it's interesting. It is interesting. On tomorrow's podcast, A.J. McCarron. You'll hear from A.J. McCarron on this podcast tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out Locked on Reds if you're a Reds fan. If not, I love that you're listening to Locked on Bengals. We're on Twitter at Locked on Bengals, at James Erpine. Make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com. Right now our writers are on it, working, putting stuff together, including myself. And we will have a ton and have a ton up there right now. LockedOnBengals.com. Have a great day. Enjoy this weather, which is very not spring-like. It's supposed to warm up, though, over the weekend starting tomorrow, I think, here locally. I'm James Rapine. Until tomorrow, this has been the Locked On Bengals Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.